Hello, welcome to the Nicole Anders Experience. I am Nicole Anders. I'm here today with Kara Barth and Ilanisa Emmerman, also known as Illy. And today we're just here to girl talk, talk all things life, growth, women, experiences, stories, all the things that we all want to hear more of. So subscribe to the podcast, like, share, review, let us know what you want to hear more of. Good morning, everyone. We're here for the first episode of the Nicole Anders Experience. I'm Illy, and I'm here with Kara, and we're going to just help you guys get to know Nicole Anders. We want to know everything, so start from the beginning. (laughs) Okay, everything from the beginning. Um, Well, I grew up in Janesville, Wisconsin. Small town, was a three-sport star high school athlete, went on to be a Division I college basketball player at the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. Really went to college just to play basketball. (laughs) Um, Got my degree in education because my dad was a teacher and um, he was also a coach growing up. I'm a a coach's kid kind of um, type mentality. Um, Finished playing basketball. I was like, well, I don't want to teach right away. So I was an assistant basketball coach at the university that I played at for two years, I believe. That was an experience and just too much. I realized I didn't love basketball that much to be that immersed in it (laughs) as a college basketball coach. So then I went back to my hometown to see if, okay, maybe I'll just teach and coach at the high school level. Did that for a couple of years, and I never got a full-time teaching job. I was just a substitute and took some long-term substitute um, positions, and that wasn't it either. Um, I was really in a place where I was trying to find myself and who I was. I started working at a sports bar. I was a bartender. I was the bar manager there. I left that after about a year and a half and became a personal trainer. Moved to Milwaukee, was oh, a personal no trainer was a personal trainer for a year. And still was just, this is not it for me. Um, and I was just trying to find myself. You know, growing up, I was identified as Nicole Luxinger, you know, a basketball player. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of who I identified as. Yeah. And I really didn't know beyond that who I was at, um, besides a basketball player. So at all that time took me to about 29 years old. And at 29 years old, I told, I remember telling my dad it was April or maybe May. I was at my brother's graduation. I said, I need to leave. I need to move. And I said, I'm going to move to Houston, Texas, and um, I'm going to figure it out. And, you know, I have no idea how, but that's what I'm going to do. And he said, go for it, you know. So I had one girlfriend who lived in Houston who said I could come and move in with her um, until I kind of figured it out. So I packed up my car with what I could. And in Labor Day weekend of 2008, I left Milwaukee for Houston, Texas. I didn't have a job lined up. I really had no money at all. At that time, you know, I didn't have to pay rent, thank gosh, but I was car payment and I think cell phone, and that was really it. And I didn't even have money for that. I was like, that's enough. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I've got a car and I can call who I want to call. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but I didn't even really have money for that. So it was, I was on, and at that time, the job boards were different than they are now. I think I was on Craigslist all the time, like looking for jobs and things to do. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And uh, I was like, I need to be a bartender because that's the best way I know how at that point to network and meet people and kind of see what else was out there. So I got a job um, at a sports bar that, or I guess a restaurant, like bar and grill that was about to open called Brick House Tavern and Tap. (laughs) And before they even opened, they hired me on to kind of help them with um, the admin of getting everybody else hired, you know, paperwork and stuff like that. So I did that and the um, bar opened, very successful bartending. I ended up working there for two years. Towards the end of that two years, I was working a lunch shift and a gentleman was there at lunchtime, you know, really good conversation. You know, he's there on a Friday afternoon, you know, Mm -hmm. working from his cell phone and we're talking. He's like, "Okay, you're not going to do this for the rest of your life. What do you want to do? And I looked at him. I'm like, I don't know, but (laughs) I will figure it out. I know I will figure it out when it hits me, you know, you know, we'll go for it. He's like, well, you know, what's your background in? And I told him and. He's like, and he's like, you, why don't you come interview with us? And I'm like, for what? <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> you are you? <laughs> for what? So yeah. he ended up, he was um, kind of C-level suite at Spark Energy in Houston, Texas, which was a gas and electric company. So I'm like, okay, at that point, what do I have to lose? Like, sure, I'll go see what he has to say. So I ended up not even interviewing with him. I ended up um, interviewing with the VP of HR and I remember sitting at the desk with the guy when I was in there interviewing, and he was just kept writing and writing. He's like, well, we can have you do this, we can have you do this, and this, and here's what we'll pay you. Basically, <laughs> like, put a job for me yeah. together right then and there. I was like, he just created a job for me. Like, obviously, they want me in yeah. here, so mm-hmm. I'm just going to go for it. So I quit bartending and I took this job, I think maybe two weeks later I started. I was backing up the girl at the front desk. I was helping the facility managers um, keep all the stock rooms, you know, stocked with yeah. office supplies and whatnot. I was not there a month and the CFO who had been hired a month prior than I was hired had me come into his office and he asked me to be his executive assistant. Oh, that's so cool. After a month, yeah, yeah. of being there. And he's like... I know you can do this. Yeah. He's like, you have the personality for it. He's like, I will help you. His name is Nathan Craker. Until this day, he's the best boss I ever had. He just, <laughs> he really kind of took me under his yeah. wing and taught me all that there was to know, at least like the foundation for being an executive assistant. Yeah. So I started as his executive assistant after a month of being at Spark Energy and ended up staying with him for another two years. He in turn did become the president of the company as well. And so then I was the executive assistant for the president, president of the president. company. Yeah. And that okay. happened That happened all in, in two years at being at Spark yeah. Energy. And I'm loving it. Like, love, like, the organization, yeah. um, you know, being, you know, coordinating things. Mm-hmm. Like, I was the go-to in that office. And if anybody needed anything, they came to me, yeah. which I really, really liked. So now I'm, like, finding my path in my career. It's like August of 2012, and I'm like, okay, but now I'm homesick. You know, I've made it, and I know mm-hmm. what you know. I know who I am. Yeah. I figured out who Nicole Luxinger is, yeah. and uh, I am. I, I need to move back to the Midwest. You know, Milwaukee, mm-hmm. Chicago. I can get a job. I'm going to move back. 
So in December of 2013, I moved back, had got a job at, as a uh, executive assistant for a CFO and CEO at a digital media company in downtown Chicago. Was there for three months and realized it was not where I wanted to be <laughs> <laughs> for many reasons. Um, and three months later, I was hired by a family business office to be a personal executive assistant for a family out of Chicago, Illinois. And that ended up being kind of at that time what I would have considered like dream job, an opportunity yeah. you do not pass up. Yeah. Um, and it really was. I mean, for the next six years, I was in a position that I, I loved. Um, and I learned a lot too. Um, I was, you know, coordinating parties and cocktail parties. And mm -hmm. I was part of charity events mm -hmm. and really helping this family um, keep their lives organized. And that really was fulfilling to me at that time. In the meantime, I get married. <laughs> well, first I moved to, moved to Scottsdale yeah. to, be with, to be with my now husband, yeah. Michael. We get married um, in um, January of 2015. We have our first son, Tristan, in April of 2016. And then we had Cameron in April of 2018. So my family is growing exponentially in those um, in that time, um, as well as the job that I had. Um, you realize that when you're in a position like I am kind of as a, an assistant, that you do whatever you can to make their life easier. Mm -hmm. And you keep doing it, and you keep doing it, and you keep doing it, and it starts to pile on. So the job got bigger. My life and my world got, you know, more responsibility to it. And um, this year in June of, what are we in, 2019, mm -hmm. I pretty much had a, a, a mental breakdown. I cracked big time. Um, I couldn't do it anymore. And um, I, we were Michael and I were driving with the kids to go and visit not visit, have dinner with my parents. Um, they were in town visiting, and I, I said to them, I'm like, I know what this is going to do to us financially, but I cannot keep working right now. I have, I have to quit. I have to. Like, I'm, 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 like I could not work yeah. another day. Mm -hmm. And he said, okay. He's like, whatever you need to do, we'll figure it out. Um, and the next Sunday, I called my boss, and I resigned, and we both cried heavily. Um, she was a really good friend. We were like sisters. Um, and um, it, that was one, probably one of the hardest things I had to do because I had to take a step back um, and leave a position that at one time um, really was kind of like that dream opportunity for me and, realize, and try to figure out what was next and making um, now Nicole Anders full and complete and fulfilled um, so, yeah, I uh, took pretty much July to be a mom and spend time with my kids. Sometimes that I felt that I had lost, especially with your youngest one, Cameron, over the last year because I had been, become so busy. I'm just oh crying over here. <laughs> <laughs> I can it's see like reliving it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then August, I really jumped headfirst into. 
um, starting my own business. What I loved about being an executive and personal assistant is coordinating the cocktail parties, the dinner parties, the charity events, the VIP experiences, like just really like the coordination, the logistics, the details, tying everything together, make sure the balls don't drop. So I was, you know, naturally Mm -hmm. start my own event coordination company. And, um, August, September, um, I feel like in October, I really hit my stride. Like I figured it out. It was like mentally mm-hmm. the light bulb went on on what, how I needed to position myself in order to be successful. Um, and I had my first event in October. We just had a huge event two weeks ago in December for Sage Aubrey and Naked Rebellion. And I really feel like the trajectory of Nicole Anders' events is on an amazing path right now. I'm really thinking positive about where we're headed right now. So yeah, that is like everything (laughs) in a nutshell. That was awesome. So here we are. Um, Yeah, but you know, now starting your own business is a whole nother like can of worms and logistics of being a mom and a wife and things like that. So it's a whole different set of challenges. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So for everybody that doesn't know, Kara and I are here just to kind of guide you with Nicole on who she is. And we've kind of been by her side the whole time. Mm -hmm. So that's why we're here because we kind of know the story. We're all very emotionally invested. (laughs) And it is really cool to watch you go from this powerhouse woman that does everything for another family and her own family. And her own family. um, For herself, like just as far as that goes and then be like you know what I can't do this anymore like Mm -hmm. I'm still going to be this powerhouse woman but I'm going to do it for me like and that was something that's really cool like to be a part of that journey with you yeah like well I mean I guess and you know we just talked about this recently and um I think it was maybe like February March of last year that you Mm -hmm. wrote Michael, my husband, that his that letter, yeah. right? And he and he <laughs> Sorry, he gave it to me. He gave it to me to read. He's like, you need to read this. And I don't think he was any. Even, int- I was gonna say, not knowing that you were thinking. No, about- yeah, exactly. Yeah, no so intention of like giving me any inspiration no. or motivation for what Just I was. Because. Yeah, he was like, you really need to read mm-hmm. this because we had talked about you and kind of your background mm-hmm. and everything that you had been through, and I read it. And it, if, for those who don't know, it was all of kind of Illy's feelings in quitting her then full-time job and just really going out and launching, at that time, what was massage therapy, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Whole yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and kind of starting her own business and finding her passion and what fills her cup and what puts her in flow during the day. But I remember standing, I was standing in the kitchen and I'm reading the letter and I started crying. Because I was, first of all, so, so proud of you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> but I was also so inspired. And I'm like, here is this 20-something-year-old who is taking this, like, huge leap of faith. Um, and I had done it before, you know, when I moved from Mil- Milwaukee to <laughs> yeah. Houston. Um, but, you know, once you have a husband and two kids, <laughs> it becomes a little bit harder. But I'm like, dang it. You know, she's doing it. I can do it too. And obviously I didn't make the change right then and there, but this is now in the back of my mind. You know, I've got this kind of like, you know, thing. So, um, so yeah. So, I mean, just, um, and that was what you said, like me kind of going off to start Nicole Anders events. It really was about 
becoming a powerhouse woman mm-hmm. for myself, mm-hmm. building a brand and um, really kind of stepping out into becoming who I knew I already was. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I think so, you yeah. kind of carry that through everything, like being a basketball player, being a teacher, yeah. like yeah. the foundation of who you are is like helping yeah. people yep. and like yeah. being there for people yeah. on the basketball court, in the classroom, yeah. as a yeah. mom, a friend, like yeah. everything. And I think that's really cool. Like yeah. it kind of, like we all have what we need. Yep. Right. And it yep. just takes some time to figure it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is really cool. No, definitely. I feel like all of the experiences that I've had in the past have I mean, that's, you know, at 40 years old, here I am, I've kind of like, okay, like, now it's all the stuff that brought me to where I am today, (laughs) like, just like you, just like you said, so, yeah. Yeah, you don't realize, like, you're kind of, like, building your arsenal as you go through things. Totally, that's a good way to put it, like, I mean, I think the day of, you know, people working in a job for 20 plus years is gone because you can gain so many skills. Like, I mean, people move around to gain new experiences, new skills, and eventually the culmination of all those things bring you to, you know, where you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think there's any fault in that anymore. Where before, you know, loyalty, you have to stay with the company for this long, you know, like, no, you you know, Mm -hmm. that's not how it is really anymore. Was that kind of part of your hang up like when you were leaving you were with that family for six years did you feel like I have this sense of loyalty like I can't leave like they're they're supporting my family and I'm like, yeah obviously I mean that's huge but did yeah. the loyalty play um yes I knew that I did a lot for them mm-hmm. um and I knew they depended on me for a lot um and I knew the transition was going to be really difficult mm-hmm. um so yeah for sure but I think you hit it the really the true nail on the head was is that that's how I was supporting my family for the last six years um Mm -hmm. you know while Michael was building his his businesses you know I really kind of took care of everybody yeah and but it was fine like that's what I wanted to do and you know and that's just the way it worked out you know no big deal but now I'm like I was gonna go from being the you know supporting our family to not yeah and that was I think if there was anything that was the most difficult, it was that, is knowing that at this point, like, I no longer can support my family. But there is something to be said for your back is against the wall and you have to figure it out. Yeah. Um, there's, there's no other motivation like it. When your back is against the wall, you have to figure it out because you have a husband and two kids who are depending on you. You know, if I would get a part-time job or, you know, have other income, would I be as invested in making Nicole Anders events work? I don't know. Mm-hmm. All I know is I have to pour all of my time and energy into this because I have a family to support. Again. <laughs> I have a, I I have a family like, to support. Hold it together and hold it. I, I think once I start, I won't be able to stop. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah. just rein it in. So that was that was the that was that's the biggest fear. I mean, yeah. even till this day, this morning as I'm driving here, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to swear, but seriously, like, like that's the thing that goes through my head. You yeah, know? like. You know, I still have opportunities coming to me on LinkedIn for some really great opportunities and I turning them down yeah. because I am so committed to this vision that I have for myself. And even though I'm turning them down and I'm so committed, I'm still going, oh my God, you know, yeah. like the, you still have those little like wheels of fear yeah. in your stomach um, as you kind of move forward. So, yeah. I think it's really cool. Like just 
sitting here with you two. We've all kind of been on this journey together, yeah, like yeah. all in different places. Like Kara's been with you since Tristan was a baby. Yes. Um, Three months old. Yeah. yeah. And I came in helping Michael, but now yeah. I'm a big part of your yeah. business and you're a big part of mine. And yeah. it's like really cool because it's all congruent. Like we're all supporting each other. Um, Completely. And for those of you that don't know, Kara was Nicole's nanny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a really cool part of this story is that when you decided to make your leap into mm-hmm. Nicole Anders, you didn't need Kara as much. Mm-hmm. Um, and that put Kara in a place of change and yep. like this great transition in her life. Yeah. And I think it's been really cool to watch you both grow in separate things. Mm-hmm. But like, like I said, like it's just, I feel like we're all thriving, like not to take anything away from no, you. No, I completely <laughs> just agree. Just being a part of this little tribe. Like, no, I like, completely agree. I feel you like are the... not a nanny anymore, but you've yeah. like been yeah. growing and like you're doing your own thing and it's cool. Yeah. Just to yeah. watch, like we talked about it, like yeah. it's a ripple, like you made a change yep. in your life, yep. but it made a change in Kara's life. Totally. Yeah. Um, well, I started crying because I remember <laughs> when I got back from San Diego yeah. and she sat down with me mm-hmm. to tell me what happened. Yeah. Like, I could tell, like, something was a little bit off, and, like, Mm -hmm. the kids were, oh my gosh, I remember Haley and Cameron sitting at the lunch table, Nicole and I sitting across from each other, and, you know, they can't talk, so they're just like, (laughs) (laughs) just little flies, you're having this really intense moment, Nicole and I are, like, crying, she was like, so this is what happened this weekend, and I was like, like, and I just start immediately crying, because then it's like, oh my God, I'm so proud of her. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, holy crap, I'm not going to be a nanny anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah. I've been doing this for four years, mm-hmm. um, three years with Nicole's family. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I love those kids. I love yeah. them. I love Michael. Yeah. I, like, they, I feel so a part of their family and they've always mm-hmm. made that known. Mm-hmm. So when that happened, I was like, oh my God. God, like, what am I going to do? Yeah. So, like, you said you were looking on Craigslist. I was looking on Indeed, like, three hours a day. Oh, my God. I used to Wanting to throw the laptop (laughs) out. I was like, I'm done. I freaking hate this. I cannot find anything. Like, oh, we need this much experience. And I'm like... Well, I'm a nanny. I have life experience. Does that count for anything? <laughs> yes, like, I'm like, sorry. I helped raise children. Does that yeah, help anything? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it was so annoying. Um, and then Nicole went to the foundress meeting, mm-hmm. yeah. and she met my now current boss. Mm-hmm. Sydney expressed to her, like, what do you look like? This is what I'm looking for. And Nicole mm-hmm. was like, I have someone for you. Yeah. yeah. And then I emailed her. Uh, we reached out and then I was like, boom. So mm-hmm. now I'm her personal assistant. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool because I feel like I'm on the same path. Like yeah. even when we started nannying, I remember you said like, I could groom you to yeah. be an executive assistant. Yeah. Like if you ever wanted to do that. Because I sure. was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm 22 yeah. years old. I haven't even gone to college. Yeah. I don't have any thoughts to go to college. Like, yeah. So sorry, Dad, yeah. but I don't. It's like, it makes me sad sometimes because I'm like, oh, I forget. I don't have the college experience, but I'm like, I've had care experience, yep. and that's yeah, fun, yeah. and I like it, and yeah. I've enjoyed it. I mean, I loved hanging out with the kids every day. I loved being able to see Nicole, but I also saw her, like, mm-hmm. how the job was taking over, you know? Yeah. Um, so when she, when I got back from the trip and I was like, on a little high, I'm like, oh, I just went on a trip. Hi, how are you? And I'm like, oh, gosh. Oh, no. Yeah. But, no, it's been amazing to mm-hmm. see it grow. And, like, mm-hmm. I'm happy to be able to help out whenever I can because, mm-hmm. I mean, I love you. And I, mm-hmm. I think you're doing a great thing. Mm-hmm. And I, 
you you're my mentor and like from day one like of course i was intimidated by you of course <laughs> always <laughs> i was like terrified like, of you like when this woman that has everything together literally. like and i can, sometimes i don't even remember to I brush my hair together so much i forgot to put my wedding rings on yeah. this morning. that's how well that's how much that's I about, yeah <laughs> no but i remember when caitlin is a coach at crossfit so that's how i met them mm-hmm. and i like saw her she was pregnant with tristan at the time and i'm like She's beautiful. Yeah. Like, hi, here I am. Like, do you want me to be your nanny? Like, you know? And then through that, like, our friendship blossomed. But, like, you're also, like, my mentor. Like, I look up to you so much. Like, you're yeah. so strong. Like, you, I mean, you, like you said, you supported your family. Like, it's just incredible to me. Thank I love you. It. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. I love it. Well, the whole, you know, kind of transformation formation for you like I think Kara was coming to a point where nannying was she was in burnout and I could feel it and Mm -hmm. I know she could feel it she was starting to get sick all the time Mm -hmm. and she was asking for more more time (laughs) yeah here and there so I really I really actually when I knew I needed to tell her that I wasn't going to need her as a Mm full-time nanny anymore I kind of knew I I really thought that it was going to be the best thing that was going to happen to her yeah and it ended up yeah being the best thing to have best thing to happen to her um you know I had to move on and it made her move on and kind of explore what was next because I need a kick in the butt I will stay comfortable for a long time won't we all so long but yeah I remember you sat down you're like this is your chance yeah like I know you don't want to keep full-time nanny yeah so like yeah yeah. yeah. Well, so. and the fact that I met Sydney, the first foundress that I went to, yeah. was just like crazy. Yeah. So here I am at this networking event. You guys know yeah. what the yeah, foundress yeah, yeah. is. And, you know, it's supposed to be all about you, but I was yeah. able to connect to people. Yeah. And because of that magic that I was able to do at the foundress, I was like, sign me up. I'm coming yeah, every absolutely. night. This is amazing. Like, I mean, but that also says a lot about who you are. Like, oh, you are yeah, this, you. you are literally the backbone of like everything your family, yeah. like. Who like your family? The other family you took care of, like oh, yeah. that's just Nicole Anders. Like you talk about a brand and everything you're building. Like it's not like, oh, here's this pretty event that I did. Like Mm-mm. you're like, I'm behind the scenes and I'm gonna do everything for you. Yeah, and like that speaks so loudly in everything that you do. Like Thank it's you. really cool to see. Like yeah, I know that if I texted you like, and two in the morning, I'm like Nicole, like I need help, like. I would never question, like, would she be there? Yeah. Or, like, and if you couldn't yeah. be there, you would call someone else that could be there yeah. for me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Definitely. You, everything about your success is going to be because of who you are. And it's yeah. going to be so, it's so cool to watch, like, this early. Like, just, I mean, you figure everything out. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, everything everything is figure outable. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Everything is fixable or yeah. whatever. Yes, yeah. everything is figure outable. Yeah. Well, thank yeah. you. That yeah. means so much of to course. have two um women like the two of you just kind of look at me and you know like want to emulate Mm, yeah um because there are days where I'm like trying to keep my head above water and taking care of our family and so at least I know I'm portraying that I'm like taking care of all the things even on your hard days like I mean I see it yeah I I know you see it yeah because we all see each other all the time like yeah like I hope when I have a two kids screaming yeah. in my ear and yeah. I just got done working out that I handle myself even half as well as you yeah. handle yourself. I think it's because I'm older and that's, I have always leaned on that, that I think it is. I got married at 
35. I had Tristan at 36, almost 37, and then had Cameron at 38, almost 39. The patience that I have now as an older woman is, (laughs) I can't imagine what I would have been like if I would have had my kids in my 20s, even my early 30s. Um, So that's what I I always kind of lean it on that is just the patience that I've been able to gain as I've gotten older. So I need yeah. to gain patience. I'm like the least patient person. <laughs> well, me too. Like in my I, head, Nicole yeah. does it because she's patient. Yeah. Like just yeah. keep telling I, I just that. try not to let things like the, the little things bother me. Yeah. I really mm-hmm. don't. You know, like yesterday at the or Friday, Tristan at the gym and his toy had gone under the refrigerator and he needed his toy and you out. got down on the floor and you did it for him I and know. i was like i don't think i would have been like sorry kid yeah. <laughs> like we'll get it later it yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. so you just you stop you put your things down you yeah. get him his toy out from the refrigerator and then we kept going you yeah, know yeah. we will get to where we need to go we will get when done we yep we will yep. get done what we need to get done when we need to get yeah. done so it's just taking a deep breath yeah lots of them and just realizing like after a week of parenting by yourself, yes, because yeah. Michael's in Machu yeah. Picchu, <laughs> like, yeah, you, yeah, you crushed this week. That was amazing to see too. Yeah, it was a it was a long week. It was a long week. Um, I couldn't have done it without your help last weekend. You were there. Anytime. You and Daryl <laughs> Godsons, um, and it's God as moms to be able to leave your kids with somebody that you trust and yeah. you know that you don't have to check in. It's worth every single mm-hmm. penny that we pay you. Um, and then, yeah, this week, I was just like, I, I just go keep going back to, I'll figure it out. I yeah. will figure it out mm-hmm. one day at a time. You just wake up. One foot in front of the other. Yep, and keep going. Yeah. And that's all there is to it. Yeah. And you just do. And and then Friday night, we got to go to the, the train park. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And did Tristan love that? that was so cute. So, <laughs> it was just so magical. Like, yeah. Cameron, the whole time, was just like, <laughs> you know, and yeah. Tristan was just screaming as he saw everything. Yeah. Like, Mom, Mom, look, Mom, look, Mom, <laughs> look. And, it, you know, so it's just like moments like that. You're like. And you forget you're you exhausted. You forget you're exhausted. Totally. <laughs> yeah. And it's magical and it's, you know, wonderful and things like that. So, yeah, no, I mean, I feel like this week really was a good week for me, too. You know, yeah. with Michael gone, like you, we can do it. You yeah. can do it. You can mm-hmm. do it all. You know, yes, it's fucking hard, but you can do it. Mm -hmm. And we keep doing it. Yeah. And you're going to keep doing it. Show up. You know, we keep. That's like your big thing, just show up. Keep showing up. Keep showing up. So, yeah. Yep. Um, Out of this whole thing, what was like the scariest part? I think you probably already touched on it, but like just because we're all on our like own. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, it was financially supporting my family. I mean, I had gotten to a point where we were. I mean, we were taken care of, you know, we had no worries, you know, we were getting ready to, it was either going to remodel our house or we were going to sell and buy the next house. We were, we were really, really Mm -hmm. close. And oh, I remember when they came in and we're like looking at it and I was Mm -hmm. like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it was kind of giving up on that and Mm -hmm. making a little bit of a lifestyle change. You know, Mm -hmm. we're not poor by any means, but we had to make a lifestyle change. I had to make, you know, some tough decisions about what we need and what we want. Um, and I think, you know, just, just that, you know, and 
you, you don't realize the things that cost money on a monthly basis when you have a family, you know, health oh, insurance yeah, and, absolutely. you know, paying tuition to, for the kids to go to school and things mm-hmm. like that. And it starts to add up. And so that's been the biggest fear is like, okay, you know, now I'm in a hustle. You yeah, know, it's yeah, not absolutely. a salary anymore. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. hustle. Like, so now it's like, okay. You only make how much. How many do I need? Right. Yeah. How many do I need to do to yeah. make January work? Mm-hmm. Right. That's that's the hardest part, but I've done it before, so I know I can yeah, do it again. Yeah, yeah, Because you did it in Houston. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm moved. doing now. Like I don't even know how you do it with Michael and yeah. the two kids. Because like yeah. I told you, it's like playing Tetris. Like mm-hmm. I started my own business. Like when your back's against the wall, you yep. just figure it the fuck out. Yep. But like, yeah, I couldn't even. I mean, my dog. I have a dog, and I'm like, how do I pay for his food? Like, yep. <laughs> not even on the same level as yours, but it's totally like. Yeah. I couldn't imagine doing it with two children, and you're just knocking it out of the park. Super cool. Thank you. (laughs) I keep saying that, but it's literally, I'm sorry, everyone, but it's so fucking cool. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you. So, yeah, yeah, I'd say that's just the hardest part, and just not letting the the mental, the fear take over, Mm -hmm. take over mentally. Um, you just can't think about it. It's a lot of just like waking up and choosing to be happy. Like, yes, no, absolutely. I'm happy today and I'm going to do all these things today because I want to focusing on what you can control. Mm -hmm. You know, I can control the networking. I can control the people that I create relationships with. Mm -hmm. I can, you know, that's the stuff that I can control. I really don't have control on who hires me. So I just have to keep moving forward and doing all the things to get me to that point where somebody say, I want to hire yeah. Nicole Anders. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And I think you do a good job of that. Like, because who you are, like, eventually you're going to be like, no, I can't do that for you because <laughs> I already have all these things yeah. that I'm doing for everybody else. Yeah. Um, which is going to be super, oh my God, I'm going to say cool again. <laughs> cool oh. is the best word. No, like, I mean, it is. Like, it's just. I'm fangirling super hard, but you are just, like, Aww. somebody that I look up. You are my mentor, too. Like, yeah. and it's really cool that you asked us to do this with you. Because mm-hmm. um, we talked about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we had an Instagram post. I'm going to, like, plug myself here. But, like, I help her with her Instagram. <laughs> You're allowed. And, um, <laughs> uh, so we had a post the other day. And I had no idea that it was going to get as much engagement as it did. But yeah. it was about stories. And, like, yeah. that's. I was like, let's do an Instagram campaign. Like, yeah, hashtag yeah. share your stories. So hashtag all your stories. Tag yeah. us because we'd love to hear them. Yeah. But that's why we're here. Totally. And like, it's a story. We yeah. all have stories. And, like, we do. And so many. And you've got like this big story, right? And then inside of those are all these kind of like little stories. I mean, right too. here. That's yeah. it. Like, yeah. we're talking about your story, but our stories are like a big little. part of, yep. like, I mean, small parts of your story. Yeah. But yeah. Like, Every time I meet with like new clients or even like get to know um, other women, I love hearing like how they came to be or their brand mm-hmm. came to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just find it so fascinating. And so many of them are from, you know, taking risks, moving across country, adversity and losing a job. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, oh, yeah. like yeah. way to go. Yeah. You know, way to just like go after it, you know, yeah. and not just be complacent in life and want to just, you know, no. be okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. you want there's be, a greater yeah. good out there. There's more that they have to give to, um, you know, mm-hmm. the rest of the world, yeah. to other women, to other, you know, yeah. entrepreneurs. It's just, it's so inspiring. Yeah. I love it. Every, so, yeah. Cause everyone was someone before they are mm-hmm. like who they are right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, you were a lot of different people. A lot of different people. You were a nanny and now Mm -hmm. you're an assistant. Like, I was an athletic trainer and now I think that I'm like, I like to 
put on a hat and be like, let me do your marketing. For you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's super cool. Yeah. And so I think this podcast is good. I mean, I'm going to listen to it. I want to listen to you're it. my friend. Yeah. Yeah. I'll listen to whoever's stories yeah. that you want to Well, I know that you like, guys share. have both said that I'm your mentor. So, you yes. know, whether that was like intentional or implied, I just want you both to know how proud I am of both of you. I just like have watched, you know, I've been with you for, you know, <laughs> since I was, oh my God, you weren't 21 when I hired you. No, you were night. I you was were, not even 21. Maybe I was 18. I might even been Well, it was 2016 <laughs> when I hired you. So. Oh my God. What's the year? It's 2017. <laughs> it's about so, to be 2020. Yeah. You were 19. I was 19 years old. When I hired you. And now you. I feel like I've had 10 years of life experience, yeah. really. Yeah. But. And just to kind of watch you grow over the last three years and then the last year and watching you kind of blossom into who you've become too, I could not be prouder. I feel like the two of you are like little sisters to me Mm -hmm. and it's just, you know, I'm proud of you. I love you. I care about you guys. And I just, you know, the fact that you say that I'm a mentor means everything to me Mm -hmm. because if I'm inspiring you to become who I've seen you become, Mm -hmm. I've done my job. Yeah. Yeah. I've done my job. And I didn't, it was a job that I didn't try to do. Mm-hmm. It was so. just watching you. Yeah, like, no, absolutely. Before yeah. I even like held space with you this closely, like before I became Michael's assistant and then I started working yeah. closer with you. Yeah. Like you literally were someone that I was like, if I can have my life together like her someday, <laughs> like you raise a family, you do your job, you like just get you. You do like like, like you just do everything. It's incredible. I, like, I mean, honestly, kidding. like I'm fangirling yeah. at this point. Like, how do I figure this out? Like she did. Yeah. Because um, there are days. I don't even know if I brush my hair today. Like, it looks how, good. Like you, you just get everything done. Yeah. Like, and we're just bits and pieces. And how you like, we're like a little team. It takes a village. Yeah. But, yeah. It does. Like, um, yeah, it's cool. Like, you take care of two humans, two dogs, a husband, <laughs> yourself, and I'm just out here like, do I have money to buy groceries today? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, it's cool. It but makes me feel like I'll be fine. You will be. You will because be I was where you two mm-hmm. are right now yeah. when I was in my 20s. And I think the craziest part is, like, going all the way back, like... You were someone I look up to. So the day that you sat me down, and I don't even know why I was at your house, but you sat me down and you were like, hey, Michael showed me the letter. Yeah. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I, for, I forgot. Like, I didn't want to send the letter to Michael because I knew it was going to be, like, really deep. And, like, I was – he knew the story, but yeah, to actually really have vulnerable. To, yeah, to, yeah. like, write it out for him yeah. um, was, like, really scary for me. Yeah. Um, I'm the kind of person that likes to just shove everything aside. Like, I feel all the feels, but let's put yeah. it over here. And to write it out and then be like, you read it. Mm-hmm. And then I was going to um, – and I had no idea where we were going with the conversation, but you were like, you inspired me. Mm-hmm. And for a second, I was, like, totally floored. Like, I remember I called my boyfriend, and I was like, Nicole said I inspired her. <laughs> like, how does this work? Yeah. Like, I'm in a job that I hate, like, and I just, like – I didn't even think it was, like, brave or noble. I just knew that I couldn't survive in that space. Like, not even, like, the money. I could survive with the money. But, like, being comfortable in that space. Like, some people live that life. And if that's the life you're going to live. But I was just, like, not thriving. I was, like, like, I felt like I was just on a treadmill. And I wasn't Mm -hmm. going anywhere. And, like, I have all these skills. But I just did it. And, like, 
yeah, it was crazy to hear that I inspired you because I didn't, it was like, it was a very scary thing to do, but, and it's cool that we're all part of this huge yeah. journey now. But I think that's just, you know, you never know who you're touching on a daily basis mm-hmm. yeah. and who you're inspiring. Even mm-hmm. you guys at 20 years old, there's probably somebody else at the gym that sees you or whatever space you're in. It's like, oh, I want to be like Illy. Oh, I want to be like Kara. <laughs> I guarantee you there is. You just have no idea on a daily basis mm-hmm. the lives that you're touching. Yeah. You know, and that's why we just keep talking about just keep showing up and, yeah. you know, you're you're changing lives you're inspiring others you're motivating others on a daily basis just by being who you are mm-hmm. that was my dad's biggest thing growing up he would always tell us if you could just make someone smile today yeah. like mm-hmm. you're doing a great job yeah. and always I always think about that yeah like, oh that's awesome yeah. it's so yeah. sweet yeah love it and that's what makes you so good at what you do it's part of that kind of like hospitality right yeah mm-hmm. you know just making somebody's day easier easier um you know and that's kind of how I live my life. It's mm-hmm. like, you know. Because that, that's like you said, it fills your cup. Like yep. it fills my cup. Like yeah. whenever I could help you, it yep. fills my cup. Yep. Whenever I can help Sydney, fills my cup. Like yep. anyone, yeah. honestly. Yeah. 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 You're like becoming like a Nicole, like a miniature Nicole. Mini. No, but she's like an amazing Kara. <laughs> <laughs> no, we talked about that. Like I can see yeah. so much of who you are and her. Yeah. Um, yeah. That might be mine. Or it's mine. Oh, God. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, and, <laughs> yeah, because we talked about this the other day. Like, I see so much of Kara in you. Mm-hmm. But, like, she also has so much of who she is. Like, yeah. There's just an energy around you. And yep. it's super Thanks. cool. And, like, yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why I was excited that we got to do this together because yeah. I was like, if I'm awkward and weird like Carol, I'll just bring this happy energy. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully balance it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Just... No, I think it's amazing and I think this podcast is going to be great and yeah. whoever's next, you got a lot to live up to right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys, you know, wanting to do this. Yeah. No. So cool. With me, but for me. Yeah. Um, because you believe in me. Yeah. Um, because this is really scary, um, kind of stepping out into this unknown world that I know nothing about. Um, and I just, as you two are like having conversations, I just look at the two of you and I'm so glad that um, you're both in a space where I get to continue working with you and continue yeah. to see you grow mm-hmm. and blossom into the women that I know that you are going to be um, and are. Um, you know, just having you, you know, help me with events. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm always like, this is a perfect role for Carol. Yeah. Like she's going to knock mm-hmm. this out of the park. Yeah. You know, you just you know, put her where she... that we did was yeah. so cool. Like, yeah. I loved yeah. doing that. I know and you I did. Like, I'm going to be awkward. And you're like, no, it's perfect. Oh, yeah. Like, you did People so love well. that. Yeah. Like, it's fine. Yes. Like, I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and having you, like, yeah. you're like the sloth. Sleuth. Sleuth. Just sleuth. Like, not sloth. The creeper. Sleuth. If you're ever at Nicole's events and there's just a girl with a phone creeping around you, it's just me. And I'm doing for her yeah so it's just not the, like for my personal bank of weird pictures <laughs> i don't have one of those oh my yeah. god I sound like a creeper now. 
<laughs> just walking around. No, I love it. Yeah. It was awesome. And so I'm glad the three of us get to work yeah, together. Yeah. And I just like, I hope like the vision is, is that we get to do big, amazing things together. Yeah. Oh, no. Absolutely. Oh, I'm stuck with There's like forever. no, <laughs> I'm never leaving. Like, <laughs> Look at her crazy. I'm like, never. No. 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 I'll have to tell you right now. <laughs> There's no doubt in my mind that you won't be wildly successful. And like. Yeah. Just like your jump into this new space has affected us. Yeah. Like, I think, I mean, we're here, successful yeah. or not. We're going to yeah. be successful, but like, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be we have everything amazing. We we're going to go with amazing and not cool this time. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> amazing is my word. Amazing, amazing. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Totally. I yeah. love totally. You say it all the time. Totally. I say it all yeah. the time. Oh my yeah, God, totally. you do say totally all yeah. the time. I'm an 80s, I was born in 79, I'm an 80s baby. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love the 80s. I love it. Laura loves the 80s. Shout out to you, Laura. <laughs> I love that. Well, thank you for taking the time. Oh, you guys, yes. you're so welcome. Thank you. Really, thank you for yeah. inspiring me to be more, do more, and give more. Thank you guys for joining us today on the Nicole Anders Experience. I hope you enjoyed our conversation, our girl talk. <laughs> girl talk. Um, review, let us know what you think. Comment, like, what do you want more of? Like, share, all the things for podcasts. And we'll look forward to seeing you next time.